so we'll just get started. Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, some of you might be turn- tuning in for the uh, the big announcement, which obviously we will be getting to at some point in time. But we are... I have a hemorrhoid. I bury the lead. <laughs> I It bleeds when I poop. All right. I, when I push, it pushes it, and it squirts blood in the toilet. There you have it. There's a big announcement. Do yep. I even need to do the intro? Tune out. Or no, just tune do out. The, Thanks the, for tuning in, guys. We'll Thank you so much. Right. See you next Friday. That's a comp. Don't forget to visit Try to Podcast. I'm kidding. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about something very fun here in just a little bit, but we are radio professionals and we're going to make you fucking wait. Yes, don't bury that lead. Uh. You're listening to Try to Podcast, a show about an aspiring comic and an ex con trying to start over and make good after years of fucking it up. Down, 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 down. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy. And All right. Hey, you know what? Now that we have the camera, it kind of ruins the illusion. We don't have I, a crowd. It's yeah. us. It's us. Yeah, that ruined the illusion. Yeah, the, I know that, that you guys it. probably thought we were in a big uh, studio audience, you know, but no, that's not the case. It's just us. It's just us. Yes. So welcome back, everyone, uh, for the big announcement show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, we will, we will get to it, but we've got topics that we want to get to. Uh, we want to bleed you guys dry as far as uh, listening times. Uh, I want you to listen to the whole thing. We'll get to the big announcement here pretty soon. Uh, we'll also talk about some of some some uh, guesses to the big announcement. Um, oh, which, yeah. Uh, that was fun. Um, but uh, I don't know. Where do you want to start, man? I've got a couple topics. You didn't come with anything. No, I did not. <laughs> all, all I came with was our big announcement. Well, to which, be fair. Which, go ahead. To be fair, uh, you've been doing a whole lot of work behind the scenes regarding that big announcement. So for once, you have a good excuse. Well, I went ahead and pushed us forward. I went ahead and said, let's not talk about it. Let's fucking be about it. That's a prison expression. Ah. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And and so now we have to do it. We do. We back yeah. ourselves into a corner. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. So we will talk about that more. <laughs> we'll talk about it here I'm in a little bit. I'm just teasing the tip there. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, um, crackers. Not us. Oh, you want to you talk about the crackers? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about last week's, uh, one of last week's topics. You know, did, did nobody else want to share a moment whenever they were mean were they too were they too scared to mention a time that they were wrong or did we not make a face did we make a post i don't think i, saw I don't a think post. we made a facebook post about yeah, it well, well we but. need we need to do that i want to put it out there yeah so uh so as far as uh uh the 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 debate over trisket or wheat thins yes we had a pretty lively conversation over on facebook where uh we were told that we were wrong uh essentially wow um, there were some people who said that yeah you know basically one word answers so the one word answers were trisket straight to the point just like the cracker that's exactly yes right? thank you yeah yeah exactly what we're looking for uh but then the passionate ones the passionate ones the extra people the people the, 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 the people who feel like they have to oversell it yeah maybe yeah you know you're overselling maybe. it and that proves the point against yeah. you yeah but a, a lot of people were saying you know what do i want why would i want to eat a wicker basket mm. um you know they're, they're it's plain it's brand it's bland uh, and I get all that stuff, you know, but at the same time, I, I think Wheat Thins are more of a childish brand. I think so, too. I mean, I right? used to say all those things when I was a kid, and, I, and I'd eat Doritos instead. You know, right. I'd leave the Triscuits alone. Right. But anyway, that's that's good. Well, so so people, the, our listeners were, were Wheat Thin people? They're Wheat Thin people. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I, almost as surprised at, 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 at them being Wheat Thins as most of our listenership are women uh, as well, right? Like, so <laughs> yes, we get that surprised is a very, by things from yeah, time to time. Yeah, that is a very, very odd number. We that, get surprised uh, by yes, things. Yes, 60% women. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had an event, not a not an event event, but I had I had a situation happen at the grocery store the other day. Okay. And it made me realize um, any hope, obviously, is pretty far gone by now. But any hope that the pandemic would bring us closer together. <laughs> I mean, obviously. The mask situation that yeah. divided everybody. Yes, uh, the did. vaccine situation divided everybody yes. for some reason. I'll never understand. Um, but I still thought, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I thought to myself, wow, maybe this is the opportunity. We're completely divided right now. This is something that we are you know? all going through. We all had the same problem. Exactly. Everybody is dealing with this in their own way. Whether you have kids, you don't have kids, you have elderly parents who might be affected by the disease, you have people with comorbidities that might be affected by the disease. Everybody was going to be affected by this somehow. Um, and I thought, oh, this this is what we need. This is what has happened in the past uh, where you know it brings people together. World War Two, World War One, you know, those are big events that brought people together. And like the whole world was suffering from this pandemic. So I thought maybe, maybe, but I think we've come out, not the other side. I want to, I want to be clear that we're not on the other side of this pandemic right now. It's still very much going on, but I think we've come out the other side as far as, uh, just the effect that it's had. So, so sociologically that, uh, it's worse. It's way worse. Um, I was at Hy-Vee the other day, and the these entitled motherfuckers in a Mercedes. Okay. So I'm pulling in to Hy-Vee, and I'm we're far enough in an aisle far enough away. There are no handicap spots. Okay. So the very front spot is just an open spot. It's not for expecting mothers. It's not for the fucking military, the yeah, veterans exactly. that you see well, every you once know, in a prove while. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it's, it. It's, I will park there. It is simply an open spot, right? But somebody is parked there. So that's spot number one. Spot number two, completely empty. Spot number three, complete, completely empty. Spot number four, car taken. Spot number five, completely empty. Okay. This Mercedes was cattywampus in the aisle, blocking everything, waiting for spot number one to open. You're fucking kidding me. Waiting for spot number one to open. and Oh, I, that shit drives me crazy. And, and uh, silly me, I had made a right turn to go down that aisle, seeing them angled and seeing all those open spark parking spaces, thinking they were actually pulling into one of them. Yeah, yeah. So I enter, and I'm thinking, sweet, you'll take that one, I'll take the one right next to you, we're going to be no so, big deal. so fucking close. No, they just stayed there, waiting for this other vehicle to back out, and they had the reverse lights on. But I'm sitting there looking at this car that's blocking the aisle. And I'm thinking, what are you doing, dude? What, like, do something, do something. And then I look to my left, and they've got the reverse lights on. This, this, this spot number one. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. No, now you're stuck. You committed, right? Because somebody else saw all of those yeah, open spaces, these, and they were oh, right behind I'm gonna me. I'm going to follow them in. They'll get that one. They'll get that one. Exactly. I'll get that one. I couldn't go forward. I couldn't go backward. This motherfucker's just sitting there in the lane. And then spot number one starts like looking around too. Like, what the hell? But they're looking at me like I'm the problem. And then I'm pointing at the dumb motherfucker in the Mercedes and they're looking at me like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's your fault. They pulled forward into spot number two just enough to where I could start to go through and stopped. Oh, my God. They didn't even like park all the way in there. And by the way. One spot is not that much closer to the other one when you're talking about being, you know, five lanes to the to the west of the actual Dude, entrance. I have popped my trunk and thrown golf balls at cars for less. I, I just and 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 the, the 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 dumb Mercedes, they're getting mad at me for some reason. Yeah, because because I think I think it's projection. 
Like they know they're in the they wrong. Knew they they fucked know they're up. Yeah, fucking exactly. idiots. And but they're getting mad at me for some reason. They didn't pull forward enough for me to actually go through. So then I'm stuck again, and I'm looking at. Them, I'm like, can you can you do something? And finally, they pull all the way into the parking spot. I drive by them. And then I look in my rearview mirror, and they're pulling back out. Oh my god! They only pulled in there just, dude. They did. They didn't just stay there and get they out didn't of the car. Stay, they pulled all the way into the parking spot, and they didn't. They, they pulled <laughs> back out. They pulled back out to wait on this other person, and I, and I watched the whole thing go down. This other, no, spot number one backs out, leave, and then Mercedes pulls into that spot, and then we're going into. They say the two sto- steps, three steps, th- maybe. Maybe, what but, the f- but what about the time value of yeah, money? Exactly, The money value of time. Anyway, time is worth more in that situation. Oh, definitely. Right? So as we're walking in, I heard them complaining about me. Oh, They didn't know it was shit. me, but they're like, did you see the stupid person in that gold SUV? What the hell were they thinking? What the hell were they thinking? Complaining about me. <laughs> so I looked them dead in the face. And I said, did you see those dumb motherfuckers in the Mercedes? Oh, dude, you did. Dead in the eye. Yep. They didn't like that part very much. But I was just like, what the, what the, what the fuck are you thinking? Because also, if they were perfectly straight, none of this would have happened. Why were yes. you, why were you cattywampus in the aisle? Yeah, what, what, why? What, what were you doing there? Also, all you had to do is pull into the spot that you pulled into anyway to let me buy. You were already in a spot. And then I... were already in a spot. I would have been able to pull right into the one next to you. M- might have... Might have had a decent conversation with each other. Might have had a good time with each other because, hey, well, oh, that was a little confusing, wasn't time. it? Oh, oh shit. But everybody's Boo. cool now. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, but you had to make this a thing. This was a five-minute ordeal just to get into a parking spot. Dude, I pulled into that exact parking spot to get my rotisserie chicken on the way here. But <laughs> I just, I don't understand. <laughs> that is frustrating. And their entitlement right now. And, oh, this wh- is the same people. They probably didn't wear a mask and they probably didn't get vaccinated <laughs> because they wanted that connect front that right there. spot. Yes, <laughs> their, their I, car might as well have had a MAGA. Hat I, I, I have a followed MAGA, people. A, a MAGA sunscreen, thing just a that you big put one, in the, put in the windshield. They, <laughs> they just had the wrap taken off recently. Um, but um, <laughs> you know, whenever you're driving behind someone and they pass a parking spot, you go to turn into it, and they whip they they whip it into reverse because they're backup parkers. These fucking backup oh, parkers dude. these days are getting on my goddamn nerves too, man. It's becoming more of a trend. Yeah, it is. And, they, and, and you drove past the spot. You missed it. You're out of bounds, dude. You fucking missed yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I, you're I'm, out of bounds. I've already, I've already <laughs> made the decision from now on. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, and wave them. No, I'm no. taking it. You passed it. Yeah. You went past it. You had your you chance. You lost it. You had your chance. You lose. Yeah, but yeah, you, you lose. lose. You lose. You fizzy lifting drinks and we have to sanitize the ceilings. But now, <laughs> like what well, you guys, okay, so, oh, you got a car that has a backup camera and you want to use your backup camera. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. I got a backup camera. I don't use it. I still use my mirrors. I know I'm old fashioned. Actually, but, I'm just old. But you drove past the spot. And you can't expect me to know what the fuck you're doing. Keep right. going, dick. Unless maybe you have a turn signal on. If you got a turn signal on, uh, approaching that spot, I will. I might assume that you're 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 gonna back into that. But otherwise, true. I got nothing. Maybe yeah, even hazards. Do that. Something. Something to indicate that you're doing it. The other thing is, I don't. I just don't understand the logic of it because at some point, 
you're backing up. Exactly. You're still, as a matter of fact. No matter what. As a matter of fact, it's a more difficult maneuver backing in between two cars right. or backing out into the aisle. Right. Into the alley. Right. What, what's that about, dude? Right. That and people are used to people backing out of a spot. Yes. So they will give them a wide berth. Exactly. I'll right? give you a very wide berth. Right. Because once you start seeing somebody coming out of that parking spot, you're oh, like, whoop. I want your spot. I'm going to park cattywampus and block the whole aisle. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to wait for that spot to open up regardless of the jam behind me. Exactly. Um, but some people say, oh, well, it, it, it lets dude. me, it lets me leave faster, but I'm like, okay, but you, you, you arrived at a snail's pace. You, you arrived slower and you, you left arrived faster. slower, but congrats, total time parking the same. In fact, probably, probably more, more because probably more. backing into the space takes more. way more effort. Yes. Way more effort. God and time. Dang it, dude. This is some, this is some serious white people problems, but yeah, man, that shit, your story pisses me off and the backup parkers piss me off. Yeah. You know what really pisses me off, too, Uh-oh. is the backup parkers who have smart cars. And I'm driving into work mm-hmm. thinking I'm getting a good parking spot. But no, it's a little fucking hatchback battery operated motherfucking car that I can't see. And I drove all the way up front thinking it was open. <laughs> what were you thinking the driving all the way up front? The same fucker gets me every day. Why would you even try to get a close parking because spot? Because sometimes it happens because a third shifter left late, you know, yeah. and they had a good, they, they obviously nobody's competing for their spots. Yeah. But yeah, man. Oh, dude, that shit. It can get tense real quick in a parking lot. Almost more Especially tense a than, than a street. Lot. But like the grocery store is just a, a different fucking thing. Arrowhead Stadium, extremely mm. stressful. Those motherfuckers, uh, whenever you watch those videos of people plowing through a crowd, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand. I want to plow motherfuckers, especially the drunk idiots after a Chiefs game. So parking lots at work are a different beast because at a grocery store, Arrowhead, those type of places, you strangers. It, it, it's, it's strangers. Yeah. But never going to see him again. Probably. Exactly. But at work, mm-hmm. you're talking about co coworkers. You may, you may sit next to. Yeah. Um, or you just might see randomly or they might be your boss and you didn't even realize and, it. And, like your boss's boss's and boss. Now that's thing. super awkward. Like, Hey, I never would have did that if I known it was you, but that doesn't hold. Exactly. Does that water? make it any better? Yeah, you're still a dick. Yeah. You're still a dick. And I am a dick all the time. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Yeah. But at least it's just a little dick. Yeah, a little dick. Just a yeah. little bit of a dick. No, little, little bit. Little bit. Little, little bit, bit of a dick. Yeah. Hey, speaking of vaccines, um, actually, one more thing about this. Okay. This whole thing with the pandemic and everybody being worse afterward reminds me of 9-11. Mm. So do you remember right after 9-11? When the, the world stopped turning on that September day. Did you just make that up? No, that's Alan Jackson. <laughs> I'm going to make money off the blood of those people in that fucking tower. Free and so is this guy free. right here. Oh, here's Toby Keith. I want something to actually do. I'll stick a boot in your ass. That's it's the American, American way. Hell yeah. Hey, y'all smell that? What does it smell like? Burnt flesh. No, that's money, motherfucker. <laughs> so. And now I have stomach cancer. So I don't know. Karma, I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't don't know. tell you. Uh, so right after 9-11, there was this was, feeling was of, of unity. Yeah. Post 9-11 is 9-12. Yes. We're in a 9-12 world right now. We are. Um, There was this sense of camaraderie. Oh, sense man. I was of an unity. emotional wreck. Dude, I was a wreck. I remember. Dude, you know how I, I'm not much for the jingoism. You know what jingoism is? Yeah, Jingo, the uh, the black dude who was bought. Who not, was Django. not Django. Not <laughs> Django. 
Okay, sorry. Jingoism. Oh, yeah, Jingo. It's a lizard. Johnny Depp played him in the movie. He's a little lizard. Uh, no, nope, that's dry. that's not it either. Jingoism is like an an uh, the game wooden blocks pull a block. Whoever knocks over the jingoism loses the game. It is an unwarranted obsession, obsession and love of, love of your country. S- of countries, yeah. Uh, it's 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 people who people like, who love country music wrap them in Amer- wrap themselves in American flags. Oh yeah, uh, doesn't think that the government has ever made any you mistakes. Know, you know, I fucking uh, unless hate that. it's I unless fucking it's, hate that shit too. Uh, unless it's somebody they didn't vote for, they yeah, make all the yeah, mistakes. Yes, yeah, so, I mean if you're. I mean, every every time there's an election, one side is claiming there was cheating going on. Right. Anytime a football team loses, there's cheating going on. There's all, man, America's fucking sh- on some crazy shit. But go ahead. Yeah. Tell me about this jingoism. So there was a bunch of jingoism going on at the time. We're just rah, rah, America. Oh, fuck you know, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I remember. Drop a goddamn bomb on all of them. I'll <laughs> do it right now. I, I remember, don't give a fuck. I remember saying, oh, if, if we could capture Osama bin Laden, I had like like thoughts of what what we could do to him and stuff like that and like yeah. the victims of 9-11 could yeah. peel a piece of skin off every day Ooh. and then rub a little bit of alcohol on Ooh, it and damn. blah 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 That's all that type of Jingo. stuff yeah not yeah. to be confused with Jenko yeah Jinko. so I, I, I specifically remember being rah-rah America at that time and uh, I was on tour with Wichita Children's Theater at that point and, and we were on the, on the highways all the time right yeah and um, I some military vehicles passed us with like American flags on there. I remember rolling down my window and going out, out the window like, yeah, yeah, go get him as we were passing all of them, you know, and if I can do that, yeah, you knowing who I am now. Yeah, exactly. If I can have that type of response to that. I, I was thinking like, oh, yes, we're all on the same page. This is going to be awesome. But then slowly but surely we were separated again and put in onto teams and stuff like that. And and things got worse after 9-11. Do you know what happened? What was that? Is Uncle Sam put your name at the top of his list? <laughs> and a statue of liberty started shaking her fist. And it hurt in our whole our world's coming down on you. Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Okay, continue. Yes, that, that song might as well be called Jingoism. Um, <laughs> but I thought to myself, like, okay, maybe, maybe this is going to bring everybody together. And I was wrong about that. Yeah. And then I should have seen things coming when the pandemic hit that, like, hey, I should have learned from 9-11. Like, it actually made things worse. Yeah. Coming out of the other side, it has made things so much worse, and I just I, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. But anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen either, but I do know that no matter what happens now, it just pushes this country further and further apart to opposite sides, and mm-hmm. everybody's quick to point their finger at the other side. Yep. And um, it's terrible. It's terrible. And the, the whole entire time, the very wealthy people pulling the strings on both sides are... Making even more money. Yes. They're raking it in. Mm-hmm. And we're the fucking puppets looking like oh, idiots. Yeah. So I brought up vaccines earlier. Um, this is something that might surprise you. I think Trump doesn't get enough credit for getting the vaccine released in like nine months. I know he, he takes credit for it. He every chance he gets, you know, no, nobody could have gotten this out. Just me. I'm the only one. Oh, that's I'm pretty good. One. You're doing good. Right. There. But um, huge, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Everybody says so. Just <laughs> ask anybody. I'm the one. I'm the only one. So um, but he's but he, he, he's pretty right. Good. It, it took good. It, it took a lot to get that done. Now, I'm not saying he was in the laboratory like making the, the vaccine. OK, but. I mean, he 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 was at the top getting things done, but I don't think that he deserves a credit in the way that he thinks he deserves a credit. I think he deserves a credit for lighting a fire under the scientist's ass. Uh huh. 
to actually get it done. Because, for instance, if Biden was in office at that time, yeah, he would be saying things like, "Okay, everybody, let's just you know trust the scientists, socially distance, let's mask up for a while. Uh It's going to take, you know, they they say it could take eighteen months, could take three years. So we're going to have to really, you know, hunker down and everybody, you know, he he would he would have that message." Reflecting what the scientists have to sure, say. Sure, sure, but Trump's but, a businessman. But that would buy the scientists time, yeah. right? Because as the president, if Trump was doing that, if Trump was saying, let's mask up, let's socially distance for a while, we're going to keep everything closed down for a little while longer, add in the fact that he should have given everybody much more money than he did. Um, but it, it, the, the scientists, if Biden was in office, would feel comfortable to say, okay, we've got time. Let's, let's, but fucking Trump was so crazy. Saying things like "All you got to do is you got to put a flashlight up your ass, shining on your intestines." I've heard. Maybe, maybe you can confirm this. A uh, 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 bleach. Just swallow a bunch of bleach. Everything will be okay. I've got this stuff called ivermectin. They Have just you heard of not, ivermectin? They just did not want to shut anything down. He wanted to keep things going. Right, but but the scientists heard him say ivermectin, and they're like, "Hurry up! No, we got to get this thing going. We're running out of time. Die. We are running out of time. People are going to die." Yeah. So in essence he was just kind of a crazy asshole in charge of everything and the scientists were like it's just the vaccine that's all we have people aren't masking up people aren't socially distancing let's do it yeah we, no, all we have weren't. is this vaccine and it worked and maybe that's his management style maybe it's you know fly by the seat of your pants and make sure that you know uh you you, you speak your mind oh that's no matter how dumb it is management style. That's right no matter how dumb it is and then the people below him will will get shit done and you know the scientists got shit done. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I think the reason why we got it so fast was obviously there was urgency with the scientists. Totally understand that. But I think there was more urgency given the fact that Trump was in office. I think that they realized that, like, if we don't get this thing out fast, yeah, even more people are going to die. From <laughs> ivermectin, by the way. Not from an actual vaccine. So, in essence, good job, Trump. That's all I'm saying. He did it. I was see, it. I was trying to think the other day of, of something that Trump did that I appreciated, <laughs> and that's it. He yeah. Did, well, he, I mean, the but vaccine got out. Same fast. time, I mean, there's it's kind of hard to really gauge who gets the credit or whatever. But yeah. you know, um, I you know, 401ks were at a really all time high during the Trump administration. And then they tanked. Yeah, well, yeah. And then they tanked. But then, so it's, it's it's there's really not any way to say who you know. There's riding the wave, riding the wave of the previous administration, and then it falls off, and you have to wait four years after president yeah. leaves to see what they actually did. And in reality, presidents don't do much they because don't do much. they can't do shit. No, because they don't have the power. I mean, with the executive orders these days, uh, they've got a lot more power than they used to. Um, not to say they didn't use to, to use executive order, uh, but. They're doing a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, what you were saying about uh, like the 401k and stuff. Yeah. Like w- w- that in and of itself, we're in a bubble um, because most of America doesn't have a 401k. So like as the stock market was going crazy, it didn't translate to anything for anybody. I mean, for the, for the vast majority of people. Yeah. Like, yeah, your 401k was doing pretty good. But like also, when are you going to touch that? It's going to be a while. Oh, I right? never will. Yeah. So I'm gonna die. Uh, so yeah, anyway, um, what else we got here? Oh, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. That's Hey-o. happening, guys. That is happening. Did you watch the, uh, AFC Championship? Every second of it. You did? Every second of it. Everybody's asking me, Brian, what's wrong? There's something wrong, Brian? No, I'm watching a football game that's extremely <laughs> close 
Just because I'm at a bar doesn't mean I'm not wanting to watch the football game. Right. I'm at a football game watching a game that, you know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles fans got to go uh, do housework in the second half, finish up their laundry, maybe catch up on a show they're binging because their yeah. team doesn't make them have a fucking heart attack <laughs> during a goddamn football game. Why, even in the Super Bowl we won last time, why can't the Chiefs just fucking win in a dominant fashion? They, for they never have. Season? They never will. It's bullshit. They play to their competition. Yeah, Well, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I don't like it either. It pisses me off. But I, I watched that. Um, and then I, I've gotten online since then, obviously, and I've seen lots of accusation of the NFL being rigged. This has been a rumor for years. I know. And I see it yeah, with, with basketball NBA, all the time. The I, March yeah. Madness. I got into it at, at work in the past with There's, complete strangers at work being like, are you, what are you talking about? Why are you saying this is rigged? There are two narratives that are, that are the main ones being pushed here. Okay. Uh, the first narrative is they wanted two black starting quarterbacks to be oh, shut this this is up. what they started pushing uh the nfl was posting right away that this super bowl will be the first super bowl ever where there's two starting black quarterbacks just because they're on capitalizing on it doesn't I, mean that that was their yeah, plan so so this this is one story <laughs> i hadn't even heard of that one that's that, so stupid and that shows i mean like hey guys if, hey man if you, if you think, i ain't getting no shot when you start to look at conspiracies and then Pro tip for you. If if you believe in a conspiracy that has something to do with race, you're probably wrong. But here's the thing right here <laughs> is that people, I guarantee you, a lot of people wearing red hats were saying race shouldn't have nothing to do with it. It's a uh -huh. Super Bowl. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, race has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, that's they were like, well, why are you guys talking about the race? This is about two teams, not two black guys, blah, 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 this and that. Yeah. That's that's the first narrative. The second narrative. I, I don't know why I'm surprised by that, but I'm surprised by that. I didn't even I didn't even think of that. The second narrative is the two brothers playing in the Super Bowl. What? That's, that's the other what one. they think. That's another one that they really wanted to press the Kelsey Bowl. And yeah, so black people saying yeah because you know it's two white guys. Well, so this is like it's all racially motivated. Uh, family. There's, there's so much stuff going on. And those are the stories. Those are the main ones that are being um, talked about on social media. Right so I, I've actually heard of the, the betting angle, actually. Okay. And that's the one that's that I... That's a whole other one. That's the one that I thought, I okay, heard that maybe I could, I could see that perhaps. But, uh, and a lot of what comes into play a, a lot too is, uh, oh, they want to get a big market team in there. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait a second. Kansas City is the a big market. Kansas City is not I, a big market. It's I mean, not a big market. They've been doing really well of late, but it's not a big market. Right. It's a small market. Uh, Cincinnati's yes. bigger than Kansas City. Uh, also, taking out the race aspect of it, because I was thinking, I was thinking that they, these people, thought that since Patrick Mahomes was a bigger name, they would want to have a bigger name in there. But Joe Burrow is a huge name. Yeah, Joe Burrow's growing he's, big time. He's going to have like, from what I've heard, his extension is going to be the biggest in NFL history. So he, so like he's he he's clearly one, a draw. Yeah, he has one more year in his really cheap contract, and then they're going to have to pay him. Yeah, I mean, this dude has come in. He will run the ball. He doesn't slide. He's uh, a badass. Same with Jalen Hurts, the yeah. uh, you know the quarterback for the Eagles. Yeah, he will run. And yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, we we got by uh, somehow. You know, this it's all coaching. Philly wasn't challenged we, at all in the playoffs, though. No, 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 no. I mean, for us, okay. it was a challenge. 
playing with down three wide receivers, oh, with yeah, down yeah. defensive backs. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is hurt, but still we make adjustments and are still able to squeeze a victory out. Right. But that shit doesn't happen all the time. No, no. I just whenever anybody sees like you can look at a game afterward, and I guess the big one with the Chiefs game, correct me if I'm wrong. Because uh, I actually looked back at the video on this because I heard, I heard people talking about it. I'm like, what is the big deal? So I guess that somehow on third and nine, the Chiefs didn't get first down. They did not. It was a drop pass. Right. But a ref came in and said, no, 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 no. Way before, way before the snap. The sideline ref was on the field calling a timeout. Yes. Calling a timeout. But nobody could hear it. Nobody yeah. saw Nobody's it. Nobody's paying so attention they, to so they, it. They played through. Yes. Right. So then they got and, to replay and the re- down again. The reason for that is because somehow the clock stopped. That's right. The clock was... So he wanted to stop and reset the clock. Yep. So that means that the Chiefs got to replay that down. Yes. And people say, oh, well, nobody saw it. Nobody, you know, uh, it didn't affect the play at all. But there's no way to say that. There's no, no way there, to no. say that this, it didn't affect the play at all because there could there there are 22 ref people was cutting through the backfield. Yeah, there are 22 people out there. Yeah, just because they continued playing doesn't mean anything. Because ultimately, I've played sports. You've played sports. Um, if if everybody's still going, even if a, a, a whistle is blown, you're still going because That's exactly you're like right. I don't I, ju- just in case. And I'm, I'm going to keep That's going. Exactly here. right because anytime. The whistle blows, like let's say it's a false, I'm sorry, let's say it's an offsides by the defense. As a quarterback, it's a free play. You can you can throw a risky throw downfield, and if it gets intercepted, no big deal because right. it's going to go back anyway. Right. So Patrick Mahomes is going to play that anyway mm-hmm. because if, it's, if, if what's going on is a defensive foul, it, 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 it's a free play. It's a free play. Yeah, yeah. Or if, if something happens after the snap uh, and you got some holding or something like that, they let the play go because you can decline the penalty if you want to. Right. Uh, so in That's this right. in this scenario, yeah, they played through, but it wasn't it wasn't an infraction on the field. It, it was an officiating issue. That's right. It was a time issue. They had to get the clock. I mean, the, t- the yeah. time is everything. Yeah. So I've heard people say that, like, oh, my God, they just gave it back to him. I've never seen that happen before in my life. Just because you haven't seen something before doesn't mean it's not legit. Right. That's exactly right. Just Because you haven't seen it yeah. doesn't mean it's oh, not well, legit. That's just not. not I've never well, seen well, that no. Yeah. And so they're saying that, oh, they gave him they gave him the play back. You still have to make the play. Still got to make the play. Right. And from what I understand, they didn't at that point. They, they, they But another another penalty was called later on. But that's what some people are pointing to is the fact that like, that like just because that play was called back and they got to do it again means that that it is uh, somehow slanted toward the Chiefs. Other other ones are just like missed calls and stuff like that, and like oh well they called this on this team but they didn't call that on that team. You see it all the time. Yes. Sometimes an official will mess things up. That's the human element. It Man, doesn't in, mean in the game before it, that uh, they're bought out yeah. by by DraftKings. And, and it doesn't <laughs> help, you know, that the Eagles and the 49ers game had so many mishaps too. Yeah. So it's kind of like back to back. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's impossible. Um, because I mean, it's happened in the past. I mean, WWF claimed to be legit. Yeah. All of our lives until they weren't. Well, and, and they admitted to it. And, and just like, you know, the old white Sox team, uh, you know, that, yeah. uh, we're all in the take for the world series. Yeah. Well, it happens. It I happens. mean, there's mafia took over sports for a few years, college, everything else. Mm-hmm. And but for Tim, a, Tim Donaghy uh, on the, uh, uh NBA. He, oh yeah. The referee. Right. But, but 
it, that wasn't a conspiracy. No. It was a dude who was betting on games. Exactly right? right. Yep, it's, it's, exactly. There's no, I don't, I just don't see the conspiracy here. And then you get other conspiracies um, that I've, that I've heard in the passage. And I just realized, uh, we got some music for I'm that. A, I'm a big dumb animal. Uh, there you go. We might as well use it if we got it right. Um, I've also noticed other people who try to say, um, that, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. What was I saying? We were talking about other conspiracies. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't remember what... I, I, I started the music, and now I just completely lost my train of thought. Happens to the best of it of us. I just... People who see conspiracy everywhere, to me, it's low thinking. Like, I like conspiracy theories because I think they're kind of fun, but when I... But in things like this, I just don't see the benefit of it. Oh, so, like, when they say, uh, oh, they wanted to have a, a, a big... Um, a big city team, a, a big market in there because it's going to be more profitable for them. I, I, yeah, but you know what's going to be going to cost them a lot of money? The revelation that it's an actual That's conspiracy. That's exactly right. That would right? cost them everything. They've got way more money to lose by people finding out there's a conspiracy than they do by actually having the conspiracy, right? And you see it all the time in the NBA uh, that like, oh, there's 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 a conspiracy to get the the top picks to the big cities. Uh, there's a conspiracy to get the, the the big teams into the NBA playoffs. Well, then why did San Antonio win so many championships? Sure. And why do they get so many high draft picks? Sure. Right. Why did Oklahoma City get so many high draft picks? Right. I, I just and, and they made the finals one year too. Miami, they make the finals on a pretty regular basis. That's not a big market. Miami's not that big of a market. Not for sports. No, not for sports. No. So it's just it's just weird. Does the, I see these conspiracies all the time, and I'm just like... The, the other aspect of it is, too, is like, okay, so maybe it is. I don't care. Like, I just... I, I'm with you. No, but some people have nothing... I mean, whether it's sports or elections or whatever... Yeah. It's all rigged. I mean, there is, there is an aspect of, like, the integrity. Like, if you're betting, you want to make sure that, you know... Definitely. And, man, it's getting more and more popular. The right? more available it's becoming. Which, which is why... Are, to me, like they're pointing, to, they're pointing to, you know what? This is like the drug debate. By having it all be legal, it can be regulated. That's right. Right. That's right. So by by legalizing um, betting, that means you don't have the bad apples, as many bad apples in there, trying to manipulate the outcome of a game, because they know if they lose the integrity of the bet, their whole their whole reason for being and making billions of dollars is suddenly eliminated. Exactly. I mean, you you take the money out of the bookies' hands on the streets, and the bookies will yeah. break your leg. Those are the ones if, you need to worry about. If you don't pay your debts, well, these re- reputable companies, well, you know, you're gonna you're gonna pay up front. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna pay up front, which is safer for you. Yeah, you don't get your shit broke. Right. Right. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, just because betting is legal now, doesn't mean that you're gonna see more games thrown you're gonna see less games thrown because i agree because people aren't going to their bookie on the corner or i guess there were apps for it before DraftKings and stuff but you're not yeah, going I mean, to people like that who might be able to yeah. to fix games because to them in that microcosm those bookies they're gonna make a ton of money off of it and they don't care because they're gonna keep getting the other de- degenerates right but if it's a massive corporation like DraftKings who is somehow uh uh manipulating games then suddenly billions of dollars are on the line That's and right. not just a couple a couple million here and there for these these small time guys. But anyway, um, I think that kind of brings us to um, the final thing that we want to talk about today. Um, 
But first of all, I want to take everybody on a trip back in time. Oh, I like that. So uh, we'll get to the announcement here in a second, but I want to set the stage here. Brian, do you remember the very first episode, episode zero of the podcast? Where were you? Man, I was in my loft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was in my loft, my, my first loft out of prison, and uh-huh. um, I was sitting at the little desk that was in the kitchen area, and um, I had received this big box from you with a with an old <laughs> laptop and some headphones. And, uh, and a microphone. And you taught me how to Skype, and... Um, I, I remember, uh, you know, we, we, I can't really remember what we talked about, but the, I think we talked about what the show was going to be about. You're right. We and, talked about what we wanted to do with the show, things that we wanted to yeah, accomplish. Kind of how we met each other and things like that. But yeah, I think that's what we talked about, what the scope of the show was going to be. So I had this clip for you that I pulled, um, and I think it encapsula- encapsulates what we're going to be talking about on the other side. Are in Kansas City now that like it, it just wouldn't I mean there, yes I still have some friends in in Wichita but I've got I'm talking about whether I was going to move to I've Wichita you, or Kansas City. you weren't here uh, yet got, no I wasn't so, here yet uh, uh, you you have you have corporate the big yeah, echo yeah, in the studio I've got an office uh-huh. there where I yes work. you need to be there you need to be at the heart of the company Listen, yes. quit being Episode that guy who's like got the little toe of the company I mean get closer to like where the where the action is happening right. that's where you need to be right also and then comedy clubs. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into comedy when I move to uh, to Kansas City, and I think I want to incorporate Boy. that into the show. You know, just I think you should all sorts of stuff, and you could you can come perform with me. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I, would, I would love to do that, but I do definitely do think right now, just as your friend and your uh, your partner, not 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 partner in that way, but I think your partner. Um, I, I don't know why I was Kansas coming out of prison. You're sure. not allowed to say that shit like that, and I know it's hard. I know. So I, I did. I, I, there's a reason why I left that in at the end. You were so uncomfortable to saying partner. Yeah, yeah, because you know in prison you got to fucking make sure that you understand that when I'm trying to fuck you. Right. Yeah. So what that brings us to is um, we've been working behind the scenes. Um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you might have seen. Uh, I put a couple teasers out there saying I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes. Um, that uh, is kind of testing my resolve. Um, and uh, what that is. Is there is a winery that has opened in Lawrence, Kansas. It's called Z&M Twisted Vines. That's right. It's just outside of Lawrence. This is where uh, their farm is, and they've got a tasting room out there. Some of you may be familiar with their mm-hmm. with their first location, which is in downtown Leavenworth. That's right. But now they have built their uh, their vineyard, they, where they grow everything, make everything, and it's out in Lawrence, Kansas. That's right. And a couple years ago, right before the pandemic, uh, I dragged Brian to his first comedy show. Yes, uh, yes, where he they, did. they had an open That's mic. His partner, not at, like that though. We just <laughs> at Leavenworth, uh, it was supposed to be a five minute spot, and Brian did ten minutes. <laughs> uh, I don't shut up. You guys know that true rookie move. Love, yeah, love to see it. Um, and in the years since, uh, once the pandemic, uh, once things opened up again from the pandemic, Brian and I got back out onto the comedy circuit here in Kansas City, um, and we fell off a little bit. Um, but these people from uh, uh, ZNM, uh, Twisted Vines, they remembered us, and we shared something on the Facebook page the other day talking about how much fun that was, uh, and and how much we enjoyed ourselves. And uh, we got back in contact with Twisted Vines, and um, they have a venue. Yes, they do. They have a venue which holds up to 400 people if you guys have friends. Right, right. <laughs> but you know what? For weddings and stuff like that, I yeah, mean, honestly. Exactly. Uh, oh, my it, God. It's wonderful. Yeah. A huge lake. Yeah, there's patio. a lake out there. They've had, they've got, they had big events Amazing. out there. If you Kitchen. check out their Facebook page. And the wine. 
The wine's good, man. It's really fucking good. It's good. Their brandy, their their ciders. They're working on distilling stuff. They're going to have some like if they get their distiller's license at some point. Yes, which probably shouldn't be a problem. We had some we had some brandy out there. We had some uh uh double fortified tap wine. Blackberry blackberry wine. Uh, yeah, so fortified, I'm not good at wine. I'm I'm learning all about <laughs> wine right now. Fortified wine is uh, a port wine, but port wine can only be from Portugal. But what port wine is, it is a wine that's fortified with brandy. It has a really sweet taste and packs a lot more of an alcoholic punch. What I'm seeing here right now is the same thing that you did when you found out what bourbon is. Bourbon, not all bourbons are whiskey, but all whis- but uh, not, <laughs> not not all not all whiskeys are bourbon, but all bourbons are whiskeys. That's right. Way yeah. to go. Way to go. Um, I've been a huge fan of port wine for a long time. Yeah. So and they, it was, the fortified wine is amazing. So the big announcement is that we are we get wine from there now. Yes, we're gonna drink <laughs> we're gonna drink alcohol at this winery, and it had nothing to do with comedy. We just love liquor. Just kidding. Sight, sight, sight. Try to podcast in collaboration with CNM Twisted Wines with Twisted Minds doing Twisted Comedy. That's right, Lawrence, Kansas. Rock Chuck KU. Fuck you. We are going to be in the house doing comedy. That's right. So, do you want to uh, let, let's talk about this a little bit? We are doing a uh, the first show that we're going to do is going to be February seventeenth. February seventeenth starts at seven o'clock. Please go to our Facebook page, like us if you haven't already, but also go over to the Z and M uh, Twisted, Twisted Vines. Vines Lawrence and like their page, and you're going to see all sorts of updates uh, uh, about this. Um, it's not just February 17th. No, 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 no. They they wanted to book us for several dates. March. And they sat us down at a table. Uh, yes. And I have, made us commit. I have not felt like such a child in a long time. I was been, more comfortable I thought buying I was, a car. I thought I was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. How does this date work? How does this date work? Oh, God. Uh, so you guys are expecting us to be funny and bring people. And be responsible. Oh, Jesus. You're you're having me book out farther than like a vacation that uh, I have uh, yeah, exactly. in March. True. That, that's very true. Yeah. We had to work around a vacation that we have. But um, in essence, we're going to be there twice a month. Um, doing comedy shows, we're booking people, we're we're hosting, um, we're looking at maybe not just doing comedy but doing sketches. Um, if you're a musician who wants to come out and you want to do five minutes, uh, as long as it's funny, uh, yeah. I, I'm all for it. We're not trying to hear no fucking heartfelt indie shit. Yeah, bring your funny stuff. Talk about your dick. So, um, so we're we're fucking doing it, dude. Yeah, we, we're doing we are it. hosting a comedy show at a venue. And we are booking people. Uh, we just booked one of the uh, one of the bigger com- comedians. Well, I mean, I mean, as a matter of fact, we booked the biggest local Kansas City comedian there is. Yeah, uh, you want to give some insight on this for well, us? I guess we'll go ahead and say it right now because we got the we got the we got the yes, yes right? We yes, got the yes. yes. Sweet. So I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. That's what got me distracted earlier when we were talking about yeah, conspiracies. Brian flipped his phone around and showed me yes from this person that we just booked. Yeah, so I wanted to go ahead and let everybody know right now that on February 17th, headlining our first show, Try to Podcast Twisted Comedy at Twisted Vines, headlining will be Aaron Scarborough. And if you know anything about the Kansas City comedy scene, then you've definitely seen Aaron Scarborough. I believe he's won Best Comedian in Kansas City a few times. Mm -hmm. I'm coming for you, bro. (laughs) 
I'm coming for you. That's right. But uh, he, he also has a podcast. If he, I remember he does correctly. have a podcast. Yes, he's an artist. It's called the National Prayer Breakfast, and That's he is right. anything but. It's nothing about prayer. Right. But he does paintings. I he, love his art. He did a painting. He, he does great pet portraits, by the yeah. way. Yeah. But he is going to be the headline of our first show. We are filling in other acts. This is going to be from 7 to 9 o'clock. 7 to 9. It may go 9.15, may go 8.45, you know, how, sure, however the sure. case may be. But what you're looking at is Brian and I hosting. Uh, we're going to be bringing people up. We're going to be doing uh, a little bit of stand-up between the acts. Um, so it's really like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I've told you this a couple times. I've got imposter syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> I know like, you I, keep saying that. Quit saying it because it makes me feel that way too. I'm when, trying to fly high. When you, you called me the morning of, uh, what was it, f- just this last Friday, and you said, hey, man, I just got the phone with Twisted Vines. I was like, oh, cool, that sounds like, and, and you're like, they want to book us, man. They want to book us through the year. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you What are you yeah, talking exactly. about? Exactly. I sent I you a uh, text saying, we have a gig. I'm sorry. I mean, gigs. We uh, have gigs. I, and I was like, oh, my God, I, this this can't be happening. And and I remember having conversations with my buddy Cedric, who uh, kind of considered my comedy mentor at this point. Uh-huh. When I was down in Dallas. He's like, you got to get out of the open mic game. Like, you got to You got to take that next step. And that's kind of what's going on here by us. And, dude, I, I love to see a plan come to fruition because we were talking year, a couple of years ago about um Mr. Pease, like, oh, maybe maybe we could host maybe a we show. Do a comedy night maybe we could sometime. host a show over there because th- that would give us the opportunity to, you know, try out our stuff more often, right? And yes. in one venue, we could we could do three or four sets man. while we're introducing people and and get get those reps that we need. Open mic nights are a young man's game. I mean, you and I have to. <laughs> you and I are up at six o'clock every yeah, day, right? Yeah, yeah. We can't sleep in until ten and go clock in at Hot Topic at eleven. Right. We just can't do it. Right. And and I mean, there's nothing wrong with open mics, but no, not at all. But 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 waiting in line until eleven o'clock at night to do three minutes. Oh yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's difficult. And then people want to come watch you. Right. And you're like, look, I don't want you to. I don't know when I'm going to go on. Right. And I, I don't want you to have to sit there with me and wait in line. It could be any any time between seven and one a.m. That's right. And I've I've done it. Uh, it. Luckily, I didn't have anybody show up that night to watch me. But I've I've done it. I've gone up at and you know one fifteen in the morning. And we always had the worst luck, dude. I know. Whenever they draw us, one of us would be second, the other one would be last. Yeah. And it's like fuck. Yeah. We yeah. just can't get out of here at a decent time. But you know what's fun about that is like. You learn about it. You you, you under, do. You, 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 do. you understand. You pay, it's paying your dues. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm glad that we did all that stuff. But this is kind of the next step in what we've been trying to do for a while. But also, dude, I look back on events that I've I've done. The event that we did at Cronin's. Yes, fucking fantastic. It was a great success, right? Because I, of you guys, right? You know, because of you because you guys showing up. Um. I, I did a fundraiser in Parsons, a Mardi Gras fundraiser for the theater. Sold that thing out, and I had people coming up to me like when we were tra- starting, things were starting to calm down a little bit. Like politicians, judges were coming up to me saying, "This this was amazing. I, I thought this was going to be another stuffy event, but like he's like, this is a party. You guys need to do this more often." So like, I'm good at this. We want it to be a party, guys. And we, by the way, we. <laughs> We can do this, but we need you. Yes. I'm not afraid to say that right now. We need you. We need you, and we're going to be calling in favors. Everybody has always said, hey, next there time he next time you go up, just let me know, and, and I'll be there. And what Brian said earlier about you know telling you about open mics uh, you know, and not knowing when we're going to be up and stuff like that, that's always kind of prohibited me from like inviting people out. But now you know. We're going up. We're going up. February 17th. We've got a set time. At and 7 o'clock. And you know you're going to see us, right? You're but gonna you're also going to see Aaron. 
Yes, Aaron, Aaron Scarborough, guys. And and you are going to see Aaron Scarborough for free. I mean, usually you're paying for a ticket for that. Right, right. And this, yeah, I forgot. It is a free event. We do accept tips. Yes, so there, keep that there's going to be a tip in a donation jar um, because there are going to be other comics there performing. Um, but it, so please help us cover the event if you want to. But it is a free event. There is great wine. There's great drinks. It's just going to be a good time. It's I know gonna, it's going to be. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm I'm freaking out. I, I'm a freaking bit. out too. I'm freaking out too. I'm because so excited to do this. We're, but we're stepping out of our comforts. Comfort That's zone. right. But but again, we need you guys. We want to do it with you. I when we got home after our, our meeting that we had the other night, uh, I I had a legit panic attack as I was trying to fall asleep. But you know what calmed me down? What's that, buddy? I just kept telling myself, I'm good at this. I I know how to entertain people. I know how to work up a crowd. I know how to how to have a good time, right? Uh, and if I'm if I'm if I'm not good at anything else, I'm a good MC. Yeah, I'm a good host. Yeah, I know how to drive a narrative through a show. I know how to find certain things to 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 you know highlight. I know how to get involved with the crowd, like. I'm not good at much, but this is what I'm good at. And I just kept telling myself as I could feel my heart rate going up and as I could feel, I could feel my ears starting to pop. Dude, I felt the same things, man. <laughs> but I was like, no, 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 dude, this is the opportunity that you've been seeking. And if you don't reach out there and grab it, you're going to regret this forever. And I've done this so many times. I had a couple of opportunities in Wichita that I chickened out of at the Looney Bin. Um, I've, I've had other opportunities to like audition for things that I didn't. And I, I, know. I ended up like regretting it. And for I'm, one, you're nervous and life just gets busy. Yeah, but all, I, I mean, there's also the, the, the aspect and I don't want to blame everything on like ADD and stuff like that. But like there is a real issue with ADD with procrastination. Definitely. And and the more anxiety you feel about something, the more you the more you procrastinate on it, um, which is natural for everybody. But like it's it's a real thing with ADD. And when we were had our conversation before the meeting, I was telling you, we can't allow ourselves to do this. We can't. Uh, well, we need to allow ourselves to do the, the show. Yes. We can't allow ourselves to let it slip by. That's right. We can't allow ourselves. So many times we get to the point where mm -hmm. this is what we can do. And they're like, yeah, we're like, ah, you know, but it's going to take some work. And this is the other thing we talked about. We're going to have to put some work into this, yeah. but it's going to be good work. Yes. It's going to be something that we can look at and be like, we did this. Do you know how, how proud were you after that event at Cronin's? Oh, dude, I'm st I still get high when I think about Cronin's, man. Cloud nine. Yes. Man, and, and realizing like, oh my God, we had so many people show up to this thing. So many people enjoy uh, what we do. It and was wild meeting people that we'd only seen by name on Facebook. Right? Yeah. And, and but, but, but like realizing that this type of thing is my calling. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. And, and there is an avenue for money on this. Sure. Right. I don't sure. want to put our business out there, but there's an avenue here where we could make a couple extra bucks on the side and that's going to only help the show reinvest in the show. Right. And that's really what I'm looking forward to is obviously this is try to podcast. We have put forth in the past that we are going to try to do comedy. It's actually in the intro. It, an aspiring it's, comedy. It, it's, it's an ex con. Exactly. It's, it's trying it's, to rob a winery. It's happening. And there's not, there's no better feeling in the world, in my opinion, in starting a plan and having it come to fruition. Yep. Right. Yep. 
whatever that plan is for you. If that plan is I'm going to stop for pizza before I go to work yep, and I got to wake up early to be able to do that, execute the plan while you're eating the pizza, <laughs> it's yeah, great. I fucking nailed it. I love it. It was worth I'm getting good up at early. Pizza, by the way, you but, guys seen it. But I've also, but I've also felt reinvigorated. Yes, like yes, me I, too. I have I have been pretty down the dumps for a, for a while, and like having this this purpose, <laughs> yeah, that's out there, and yeah. and, and something that dude, not, I feel that I feel and, that. And, and you know what's awesome about it is it's not like oh it's January first, uh, I'm gonna go to the gym every day. Yeah, that's, you're you're that's gonna get focus. you're gonna get good results from that and 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 stuff like that. But it's yeah. not something that you want to do. That's true. It's not something you want to put in the effort for. This is something I want to put forth that's the right. effort. That's right. You know what I mean? I was pulling clips for the show the other day, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if I would have been doing this if it wasn't for the fact that we've got this big announcement. No, as a matter of fact, three weeks ago we were deciding if we're going to still do the show anymore or not. Exactly. And now we just kicked it into full fucking gear. Full fucking gear. And I had people reaching out saying, "Hey, so and so told me about a comedy show. Can I come to that too?" Like, of course, you guys all yes. can come. Here's Please. the thing. Do and this can is, I say the wine really is good. I'm not. It is good. Bull, I'm not bullshit. It is good. Um, here's what I would. Again, we're talking pipe dreams, but in episode zero of that clip that you just heard, those were pipe dreams too, right? Of yeah, us yep, getting up on stage yep. and doing comedy and, and and stuff like that. Those were pipe dreams. Hell, at that point, moving to Kansas City was a pipe dream. Yes, it was. Dude, the fact that that happened, and I feel like we've wasted so much time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've wasted. So, I mean, like. Everything was possible when you moved to Kansas City. Yeah. And we talked about it. Yep. And we just sat on it. We just sat on it. But here we go. Which, which speaks to the fact that, like, I tend to miss out on opportunities because of my own, uh, you know, insecurities. But the pipe dream that I would like right now is to book a couple more comedians. Right now, there are two sections to the winery. There's a front area where there's seating. Uh, it's your bar area. By the way, there's food too. Yeah, there's food. Yeah, there's, there's food. Full kitchen. Um, so uh, we could fill that area up. I think we could fill that up right now with just the people that I've talked to. I think so too. Yeah, we definitely but could. Imagine if because we're gonna we're gonna be announcing it on Facebook pretty soon. Uh, uh, Twisted Vines is gonna have you know their their event, and you can go to it. You're gonna be able to accept the invitation and, and all that type of stuff. I'm assuming that's the way most Facebook yes. posts work. Uh-huh. Um, but just imagine if our very first event, we have to move into the bigger venue. That would be amazing. That guys. seats 400 people. That's amazing. I'm not saying we're going to get 400. I'm not saying 400, there. but if we could get a hundred, if we can get a hundred, where where we look at this and we say, hey guys, I'm thinking we might need to spill out into that other area. Uh huh. Let's because, get on out there and spread this thing a little bit. Yeah, because the, the big venue can hold 400 people, but it can also be kind of cordoned off. Yes, it to can where be you can section it to where 100 feels comfortable and you're not in this like huge cavernous area. But I'd love for them to be forced to say, "Crap, we need to open this other section up." Get some chairs oh, out. It. Yes. You Ryan, see them rolling Gina tables. Chairs now. See them rolling tables yeah. out there. Oh, dude, that that would that would be fucking awesome. I want that that's a good problem. Uh and finally, the last thing is they've got conference rooms upstairs. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they're actually sponsors of the show now. Yeah, so we can we can bring all of our uh, uh road equipment and go upstairs and record before the show. So that means, you know, again, big pipe dream. It's a 400 seat venue that is bigger than any comedy club in Kansas city. 
but it's also big time s- smaller than most theaters. So it's you a sweet ha- spot. There are national touring comedians that are looking for a sweet spot like that to where maybe they can fill a comedy club, but they can't fill a theater. Yes. That is our fucking jam because so, we are going to help promote it and book it. Right. So then we can also host. We can introduce. We can open. Meet, we can network. middle. At network and also have them come on the show. That's exactly right. So we can record before we do anything and we could have, you know, we can have a, a comedian on the show. In fact, Aaron, if he wants to come on the show at some point, uh, especially uh, before the, the February 17th show, that might happen. I, I, but sure, but sure. you have the opportunity to do this. And more importantly, Brian was talking about how, you know, we've got work to do and stuff. It's a way to maximize our time. That's right. We're able to, you know, meet at a place and record and then do the show. So we're not, you know spending multiple nights a week doing this. It's it's a perfect fit is what I'm saying. It's it's a perfect fit um and it's not it's not a bad drive. It's it, not. It's, it's 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 northwest of Lawrence. If you take 70 straight out there, uh from what I understand, they they said 25 minutes to downtown Kansas City. I'm thinking 25 minutes downtown Kansas City. I'm thinking City, that's 1 a.m. 15 minutes of Mass Street in Lawrence. Yeah, I'm, I think that's like 1 a.m. But still, it's not it's not a it's not a bad drive to get out not there. Not at all. Um, plus, we're going to end at nine o'clock. So if you want to do something afterward, you can always do something afterward. People in Lawrence, they want to go back to Mass Street. Uh, you know, people from Kansas City, they want to head back for a movie. You've got the time to do it. So uh, I think this is a perfect fit. Uh, the people out there are really cool. Weird combination. Military wine. Military wine, right? Um, yes. uh, one of the owners out there uh, was—he's uh, retired military, so the the wine has a like a military theme to it. And I don't know of any other winery that is like that. I, I don't either. At all. I don't either. I at don't all. either. Yes, I, I don't either. It, it, it's interesting. It, like uh, they've got a couple double taps, is what they call them. And if you know, I, I don't know much about the military, but double tap, I think, is sh- shooting some shooting a target twice. Exactly. Bat, bat. And, and uh, really, it's a close close formation. Pattern. Yeah, nice yeah. formation. Yeah. Pattern cluster. Yeah. I, I I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of. Well, you want to shoot them twice to make sure they're dead. <laughs> right. One bullet won't do. Make sure make sure you get them. But uh, but yeah, they've got these double tap wines, so it's it's military inspired, um, and it's uh, it's it's interesting. It's the a names place. are military inspired, but man, the wines are just different. Wines man. are good, dude. I love them, but the ciders are ciders good too. I'm not man. bullshitting. <laughs> so occasionally, you guys will hear us recording live from the Z and M Twisted Vine Studio yeah. Try to Podcast. They are now an official sponsor of the show, and we are. He- well, not headlining, but we are hosting the comedy show Twisted Vines. I can't believe it's happening. Guys, I, we need you. Yeah, we need you uh, it, more than we've ever needed you. If you can come to the February 17th show, please do. Uh, but again, hey, there's other shows. March uh, 3rd, we're going to be in Leavenworth. March 10th, we're going to be back in Lawrence. Uh, then we're going to be, it's going to be April again. So make sure to stop by, check out the show. We've got to, we've got dates um, through May right now, which, whoo. I know. It's crazy, dude. I know. Booking and scheduling is crazy. I find myself not interested in my day job because I want to work on this, and that's a dangerous thing I'm gonna have to get uh, used to doing. Oh yeah, don't don't let Sarah know because she's already said, "Hey, don't lose your job over this." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're on cloud nine right now. This is a this is a huge announcement. Um, anybody who's been listening to the show this entire time, thank you. First of all, yeah, thank you so much um, for for sticking through. We, you know, we we we've had some ups and downs as far as scheduling and stuff like that, but. Uh, 
It feels like it feels like we're hitting our stride. Yeah, this is where it goes up to the next level. And dude, you've been killing it with your networking. Thank you. Dude, you've been killing it. I, I mean, first of all, it's about time. <laughs> well, first of all, fuck in, off. I put but, you in charge of this a long time ago. Yeah, but I know. <laughs> but, but and also, I want to let you know that if anybody knows anybody in the local. Uh, Kansas City comedy. We're going to also have Kaylee Carr on an upcoming uh, show. Sweet. She has said that she will jump on one of the dates we have in the future. Yep. And we have a lot of other people with, that we're going to be introducing. And I am out here greasing that fucking yeah. wheel. Uh, making yeah. calls, smiling and dialing. That's right. I've got a buddy uh, from D.C. who's thinking about flying out here, Jeff Proctor. We've mentioned him a couple times on the show. He's the guy who brought me to the uh, Chiefs game. Uh, he, he just happens to have uh, some stuff going on out here. And he's like, heck yeah, man, because he does comedy in D.C. Yes. Uh, so he might be he might be showing up. Um, My first open mic night. Uh, besides the winery, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, friend of the show, Jeremy Holmes, has reached out. And uh, obviously we haven't announced this on social media yet, but... Um, we've been kind of greasing the wheels behind the scenes. Oh yeah, and he he. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know, Jeremy Holmes, we call him friend of the show. But ten seven ten is he, the we're on his network. We're on his network, so yeah. it makes sense that that he I uh, definitely the keep Godfather him should be here. Up, up up to date on what's going on. And he's like, oh man, maybe 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 I can come out there for it. And I was oh, like, dude, I would Fuck love yeah, it if he dude. showed up. So if if we've got somebody flying out from Seattle for this thing, I think you can drive from Kansas City. I think you guys can make it, and I hope to see. But not to sound like a dick. I mean, please come. All of you there. I, it's it, it'll it'll almost be like a culmination of the last couple of years of, yes. of like, oh, my God. we Because, man, the live show we did, that was October. We were thinking about doing something in spring. I know. Pandemic hit. Fucking COVID. And, and derailed us a bit. Um, but we're back, baby. Woo! Don't forget to visit TryToPodcast.com or look for the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Try to Podcast. And for God's sake, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. Seriously, go like our page. Go like, like Twisted, page. Twisted Vines. Share, yes. ZNN like Twisted page. Vines. Like their page. Uh, we are going to uh, hit our Facebook page with this announcement. Please share it. Yep. Get your friends. Yep. Uh, one last thing. Jeremy Holmes also wants to do a, uh, a TTP book club. What? He's considering. He, he, I'm, I'm like, how are we going to do this? He's like, I don't know. I'm an ideas man. I have no idea. I got to piss. <laughs> All right. I guess we're done. <laughs>